We live in a world where pizza is the universal language of love and there's an entire subculture of women out there who only want you for your beard. We get it. Dating can be ridiculous. So why not embrace it? Tinder. Swipe right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Lucinda Price, and I am your horned-up host of Waiting for a Date. It's Pedestrian TV's brand-new podcast. It's all about dating, so strap yourself in, folks, get some protection, and let's get going. I'm here with James. Hey there. And who are you, James? So I'm a videographer here at Pedestrian, um, and I fancy myself a little bit of a dating expert. You're always in a relationship. That's true, but I have been single for a grand total of at least three to four weeks in the last 10 years. So <laughs> I've crammed a lot into that period of time and I've got a few pearls of wisdom that I'd like to share with you guys. Serial data. And to my right, I have Simon. Hey, um, Simon. I am also a videographer at Pedestrian TV and I am not a dating expert, but here nonetheless. You kind of look like one though. Yeah, you know, I try really hard. That's what I tell everybody. That's what we need in this podcast, enthusiasm and try hards. All right, boys, let's get stuck in. I want to talk about first dates for our first podcast. Everyone's had a first date. James, you probably haven't had as many as the regular 20-something-year-old, have you? I've had a few. You told me that you've been single for a grand total of three weeks over the past 10 years, right? Mm. So how many first dates did you cram into that? Maybe six. When was the last first date you went on? Maybe maybe six weeks ago. Yeah, I'm I'm in that awkward period where I'm like seeing somebody or dating somebody or not sure how to introduce them to the people that you know around you. And James, so you would have been giving Simon advice in the early stages of his dates. with his Yeah, family. and look how well it's going now. Yeah, I think James would actually take credit for where I'm sitting at right now. Really? D- I'm yeah. living vicariously through Simon. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think I still, as I said, like, I mean, you know, relationship guy, but I've got some 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 wisdom to sort of pass on to the the younger generation so like talk, Simon. So yeah. talk me through it. When Simon first was going to go on his date, what did you tell him to do to prepare? I was like, man, you know, you're a pretty cool guy. Mm. Um, and if, you know, if, if you're going to take a leaf from my book, I'd say just um, just ask her um, to go out for a drink, dude. And she'll probably say yes. Did you text her that? Yeah, I texted her that. I will say that when James gives advice, you almost have to turn it down to one because he's going to give it to you at 100. What he really said was actually say, Simon, you should say, hey, I've booked us a table for two at this beautiful restaurant. Uh, I'll see you next week. So he'll tell you to send her a uh, 100 red roses and you should really just send her one red rose yeah, emoji. Exactly. But I want to talk more about the dates that you went on when you were single for sure. three weeks. You went on six, so obviously none of them were particularly, I mean... Were any of them particularly special? Uh, and were they actually dates? What, are you, what does that mean? Well, I want to know. What is it? What do you constitute as a date? I think a date is like when you you have to sort of like talk about lots of stuff that you're not really interested in. Do you feel like there's those topics that you always go through on a first date? Always. It's yeah. always trouble for me. Mm. And I find it, I never, I'm not that interested in hearing about your travel if I don't know because you don't know them well enough on a first date to really care that they went to Guatemala three years ago and like ate some organic chocolate when your best friend comes back from india and says i found myself you're just like okay cool well what are we having for dinner yeah (laughs) it's just like nobody ever wants to hear it especially not on a date but it's an easy go-to it is an easy go-to and i guess sometimes you can find things in common if you've both been to Mm. botswana but isn't that why you went to india so you could talk about it on first dates (laughs) 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 is that why everyone goes to india So you think it's a good idea to like have an activity when you go on a first date? Oh, that's that's a slippery slope because like I've done bowling before and that was mental. The shoes? 
I don't want to remember that like the, sh- the shoes and I don't want them to remember me wearing those giant like clown like secondhand fucking like bowling shoes like it's just not a good start to anything I want to at least have my own shoes on before I try and make a make a you know first impression alright let's get serious I want to genuinely talk about the things that you do how long till you, you can do. fart <laughs> all I want this podcast to be is just well let's get I mean how, more, how much more serious can you get than like than like holding in a fart for so long that you actually literally might have to go to hospital because you <laughs> <laughs> Get serious. It's, it's, it sounds like a joke, but it can get bad. I mean, like, if you've stayed at someone's house for, like, 48 hours and, like, you leave there, like, literally needing to just, like, check yourself into St. Vincent's, like, advanced level 27 stomach pains. Every episode, we're inviting a guest onto the show to dissect the best pickup line they've been subjected to in recent past. And today, we've got Apollo Jackson of The Bachelorette fame in the studio, and he has got a doozy of a DM. Have you got any, like, have you gotten any crazy DMs that we should know about? There's there's been some absolutely fantastic Photoshopping skills that have come through the DMs. I'll, I'll get Photoshops, and there was one, and I did this puppy date, I don't know if you remember, with Sophie. Of course. And this this lady had sent through a photo, and she edited her face, not just on Sophie's, Sophie's bod, which uh, many others had done. She edited her face on all the little dogs as well. <laughs> I, not only was I on a date with her, but I was, I was hugging a dog version of her, surrounded by other dog versions of her. What did you reply? I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I, what do you reply to that? Just <laughs> decline and block. Just decline and block. Yeah, no, I, I was I was quite impressed. It was really yeah. good photoshopping skills. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't like a paint job. No, I think with any uh, any album covers from now on, I might hit her up. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Simon, I know you have some funny pre-date rituals. Please enlighten us. Yeah, I mean, I want to get kind of amped. I want to seem like like I'm an exciting person uh, for at least two hours. So, it's very important for me to shower. I'm not going to go straight from work to a first date. I'll always meet later to be like, no, no, it's cool. I have to drop stuff off. By meaning drop stuff off, I mean I need to scrub my entire body clean. Good. Um, and then what I will usually do is I'll put on some pretty classic pop like Britney. <gasps> bit of toxic on. Toxic. Get a bit amped. Uh. <laughs> so I'm just imagining you. I'm just imagining Simon just stark naked, just scrubbing himself to the bone, just listening to Toxic, and it's just really difficult for me not to hysterically laugh right now. Um, and that gets you amped. Do you like dance around? Or? No, it's usually on the train. It's usually just like, come on, let's just put on something. As you wash yourself on the train. <laughs> <laughs> just dirty it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting dating ritual. <laughs> do you like? Do you like change what you eat on the like the day before the date or something? I always assume that I'm not going to touch anything with garlic in it, but then Good. I'm just like, I'm just like, well, I'm in a rush to get there, and all that's left is like pizza with a garlic base, and I was just like, well, I'm going to have to take it now, aren't I? And then just like eat a whole pack of gum at once on the way there, and just hope for the hope for the best, hope. and just like direct all my conversation at the wall that's to their side as opposed <laughs> to their face, and then I try to Google something interesting. You really do that. Yeah, but then all that ends up happening is I spend like two hours talking about how much I like laughing. So it was a <laughs> totally pointless ritual. Do you ever admit that you've like that you've looked up what to say and then use that as a conversation starter? Yeah. 
That's no, kind of cool. I've, I've, like I've, I've saved that all for like a later date and talk about how freakish I was before the first Oh, you save day. up the weird that's stuff, nice. you do I it and use the them as a... Stuff, that's a good I'm like, one. hey, cool, this is how weird I was yeah. before the date. And they're like, oh, he's yeah. kind of interesting, but now he's opening But up. do you reckon they're ever like, he's, he's interesting, but also like that stuff that he's saying is a joke also makes him a freak? Yeah, well... Do you know what I mean? That's Because that could backfire a bit. Could... I mean, I've, I try to slip out all my deepest secrets as a joke and just try and gauge it. And really hope for the best. Well, like, like, yeah. If they laugh along with you, like, you okay, have you ever been to that. India? I'm so empty inside. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then when it comes out later, and they said you never told me that, you're like, no, no, I totally did. You just laughed it off. <laughs> you just laughed. You didn't realize. Well, we've got the pre-date ritual down pat. Can I just talk about one more ritual that is, I think, is interesting? That if, if in fact, I mean, this is quite rare, but if you're going to have the first date at your house, or in fact, if it might be like the second one, but like maybe if you're having the first date and then like someone's coming over, there's also that thing that I think is really interesting where like you have to like re um, arrange your room and house to like try and suit, like to try and look like something that you're trying to be. But you it's have not... rearranged your house for yes. a date. And Simon has as well, and he told me. <laughs> yeah. about. Are you not, 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 not not fully, but like, you know, you've got to like dust off the old Joy Division picture, <laughs> make sure it's in like pride, pride position, like, Just like put cool books around in strategic cool. places, like sit, sit where they might sit and like, and then like look in the eye line. So you make sure that like, oh no, move the PlayStation controller, like put the niche book up. Like you're like, kind of like, you know what I mean? Like all oh, the guitars got to come out to that side. Like you just kind of imagine, so, sometimes this is a really weird one I do too. I, I leave my apartment and I walk in and open the door and imagine like the first line of vision of what would people would see and then I like try and make sure that it's all lined up so it looks cool yeah it's actually just a great excuse to get organised like you know I you know, you live in a house for a year, but you truly haven't unpacked that box that's been sitting under your desk. And you're like, a girl's coming over. I better put these posters up and fold the clothes in my drawers because clearly she's going to go through all of those. Yeah, what's better if you, like someone opens a door and like, they just see straight into like a pile of like old socks in a ball and like some hard drives? Or is it better if they see like a sweet ukulele and like a vintage poster? But then what if they say, oh, can you play us a song? Yeah, well... <laughs> Improvise. I'm here with Jack, who's a project coordinator at mm-hmm. Pedestrian. How are you doing, Jack? I'm very well. I'm very well, listening. How are you? I'm good. Well, you know, last week we sent around an email saying, does anybody have a disaster date? And you came back, replied to everyone in the office with what was a rip snorter of a story. I didn't think it was going to everyone in the office, but I guess <laughs> now everyone's going to hear it. So what does it matter? Being a 13-year-old boy is a very tender time. Can right? I just say, you aren't 13 right now. This no. I am I am a 23-year-old man. Um, <laughs> I'm taking you to a place where I am a 13-year-old boy. Cast your mind back about, you know, however many years that is. I don't really want to think about it. Um, but yeah, and so basically, like, I hadn't really been on too many dates with people before, given the fact that I was 13. I'd maybe <laughs> held hands with a couple girls in the playground before. Uh, but a friend of mine was, like, thinking I was, you know, about ready to go on a what was a date at the time, which, you know, nowadays is just going to the movies. Um but he teed up this uh, this date between myself and this girl that he went to primary school with. And uh, we were meant to meet up at the movies. And I let her decide, being the gentleman that I am, of course. You still are a gentleman. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, but anyway, and so we decided that we would go see Wild Child, uh, which is a film with Emma Roberts in it. Right? Iconic. Yeah, very. I, I hate the movie now, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But... <laughs> Basically, um, we went into the cinema. It was a very small cinema, Cinema 11 at Hoyt's Broadway, if anyone is ever so familiar. Only sort of about 50 to 100 seats in there. Very, very small. Intimate. Very intimate. Or, you know, so I would have hoped. 
But what then happened was the movie started, and I didn't really know what to do with myself. Going to uh, the movies on a date is a very weird place to go. It's kind of like I don't really know if I can like you know say anything to you in the movie because I don't know if you're enjoying the movie, and I don't want everyone else to hear what I'm saying to you. Totally. Anyway, and so watching it for sort of about half an hour, and I start to think, oh, all right, maybe I'll start to do something here. And then as I turn over to sort of like maybe you know hold her hand or whatever else I was planning on doing, she flips over the back of the seat. <laughs> Like physically picks herself up and like rolls over the the back of this seat in the middle of the cinema. And I'm completely gobsmacked. I have no idea. Didn't think that that was going to happen at all. And I'm looking around the place being like, holy fuck. Or, you know, what I would have said in my mind back then. Where on earth has this girl gone? I have no idea. Looking around the place, looking around the place. And I sort of look behind me and it's a bit dark, so I can't really see her. And I'm also really embarrassed. I don't want anyone to be looking for me, like trying to find this girl that's just flipped over the seat. That's lame. (laughs) Anyway, and then finally, a couple minutes later, I sort of look towards behind me, like maybe two or three rows. And I see this girl and she's there sitting there. With some other bloke. <gasps> with this dude. And he would have maybe been a year older than me. Oh. I don't really know. And I, I thought to myself, what the what the hell? <laughs> did this did this person come in at the start of the movie? Yeah. Has, has this person come in in the middle of the movie? Does she even know this person? Did he text her yeah, on the Nokia? I like... have no idea. And the thing is, I still don't. And that's oh. the thing that really gets to me. And I have never been able to watch Wild Child again. <laughs> Fuck that movie. I had to sit through the whole thing for the rest of the movie. What happened when the lights came up? Uh, I kind of just got out of there, to be honest. It was a bit like, oh, I've I've paid my $15 worth and seen my movie and I bailed. We live in a world where 1.8 metres is almost always 1.6 metres and the roommates are always better looking. We get it. Dating can be difficult. So for now, why not take it easy? Tinder. Swipe right. So we've nailed the pre-date ritual. We've listened to some Britney. We've perhaps had some a nip of alcohol. Now we are entering the premises. This is the most anxiety-inducing bit. How do we do it, James? Well, I think first you've got to decide if you want to be the person that's going to be sitting at the bar waiting or if you're going to walk in. And I right. think, um, I guess, it's probably better to... It's probably better to be there already, I think, if, especially if you've picked the venue. If you happen to be the person that's coming in, I think my advice would be to just go online and find some um, of the of the floor plans for the venue yes. and um, just make a very clear path from where you are to where they are because um, the last thing you want to do is just be waving at them and walk straight into a bar stool. <laughs> Has that happened to you? Yes. I thought so. Now, what about when you actually greet them? Do you go, if they're sitting down, they obviously should get up, but do you shake hands? Do this you- is a this is a tough one because, yes, okay, so if you're if you walk in, um, I think you're going to assume that they'll, they'll stand up, you, you'll hope, right? And then you, I think you go for like a a hug yep and it like just yeah I, I always just end up doing a handshake or something weird a handshake oh. handshake in, handshake uh, into a, a hug I like feel a, like a handshake is 100% a red flag a handshake's so, mental so. but it's, yeah it, 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 so. I, I understand it's mental but it's like it's either you either do a handshake or you end up doing like a, a French like double sided kiss or something oh. getting way too much very loud went, yeah Mwah. or like the like the hug with the bum in the, out like you know what yeah, I mean because yeah, you don't yeah. want to be too forward so you end up like and with a sideways, t- so you, like you present the side of your face and stick your bum out in the air, and like, and then like go in. It's like the weirdest like bum out in the air hug. So I think you've got to try and avoid that. So yeah, okay, I guess you're right, Simon. I think you'd avoid the handshake. Finally, do you play on your phone while you wait? Like the first, if I walk into a room and see someone on their phone, mm. and I know that they've noticed me, I just assume that, that they're not doing anything on their phone, and that just looks kind of weird. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You got to assume that people might actually think that you're not doing anything on your phone. So is it better to be like talking to the bartender? But also, like, how do you get a conversation started with a bartender? Order a drink. Yeah, but then, like, 
what, what did you say after that? <laughs> hey, I'm waiting. I'm just here for. I'm, I'm waiting for a date. <laughs> I'm waiting for a date. I'll give you fifty bucks if you talk to me. <laughs> you don't have to talk about anything. Just nod and just look like I'm really cool. Nailed it. Yeah. That's exactly I mean, that might actually work. We have a very special guest in the studio today. His name is Apollo Jackson. You might remember him from The Bachelorette, but now he's taken a bit of a turn and he has started his music career. How are you going, Apollo? Hey, hey, hey. Thanks very much for having me. So talk us through with you. It's recently dropped. It's something that I wrote actually after going on a date, which is crazy. Uh, came back home and I was sitting on the couch. Mum was watching Sex and City and I wrote this this song and I was just really vibing it. What were you inspired by? Uh, my biggest thing was, you know, I went in the state and a struggle as, a, as an entertainer, you're always travelling and I sort of went, it would just be amazing if I could have someone that could travel with me, you know, I could share things with and just go anywhere with them. Okay, now I want to get straight into the lyrics of mm-hmm. With You. One of the lyrics is, you showed me how to change your ways and I want to know, have you ever had any bad habits that... A girlfriend has pulled you up on? Yeah, 100%. Not sharing food. I've been pulled up on that many a time. So if you go out on a date and you both have something that she wants to try? No, I won't say no. I'm just I'm just really greedy. I never used to offer. You yeah, know, just right. Sit down and, you know, massive schnitty in front of me and, you know, it's gone <laughs> two seconds later. Yes. You want all the Tim Tams like, oh. to yourself. So now I was off, would you like some? Yeah. And then you just pray they say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's ever a good idea to change yourself in a relationship? No, I think you have to be 100% true to who you are as a person. Mm. Habit-wise, though, you've, you've got to be considerate the other person. Mm. So you've got, to, you've got to learn to fit in with each other and each totally. other's you know, lifestyles. Well, I just want to take it completely physical here yeah. and ask you um, a rapid-fire series of questions. Let's of do it. Places where you would potentially take a date. Say yes or no. Okay. I would go anywhere with you. Would you go to her parents' house on a second date? Ooh, have done it before. Um, Recommend? No, probably not on the second date. No, you probably mm. want to get to know them a little bit more. <laughs> Before you jump into that, I, I, I get along really well with parents. And, All right. Um, my mum loves you, if that's any. Oh, really? yeah. oh hi, mum. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I always get along really well with the parents because you don't, you don't want to build a great relationship with the parents and then... You and know, then decide you don't like the Yeah, or, or vice versa, or they don't like you or something like that. Yeah. Would you go to Alcatraz? Alcatraz? I'd love to go to Alcatraz. <laughs> I think that's great. There's just so much history there. There is. Um, magic and escape artistry, you know oh, what I mean? Of course, you'd be in I'd be element. way into that, yeah. <gasps> What about Ikea on a Saturday? Oh, hell yeah. I love Ikea. On a Saturday? On a Saturday, yeah. <laughs> Have you been to Ikea on a Saturday? It's hell. But I, I think just Ikea any day is just amazing. For a date? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe you like helping pick stuff for her house or her room. Um, <laughs> maybe she's not that great with flat packs and you're like, hey. And what's what's the best piece of dating advice that you've ever been given? Can you think of that anything? That I've ever been given? Yeah. It's crazy when you, uh, when you put yourself out there on, mm. on these dating shows, you... You get a lot of advice. I think the best advice was, yeah, just just be confident, be yourself. I'm right. very shy around girls. Really? Shy. Yeah. Have you always been shy? Never. I, I, I like never approach a girl. If if I see a girl I like at a bar, I I can't walk up to her. I'm like, Seriously, not even after all the Bachelorette. No. Nah. But sure. what about you? Can tell if a girl's giving you, like, uh, uh, maybe slightly cues. improving at it. But no, I've been terrible for years. Really? Like, shocking. Yeah. There's, there's there's been times when I've been. You know, at, at functions and stuff with friends, we're living there like, that that girl that was talking to you for three hours yeah. and asked for your number, <laughs> I think she liked you. No, no, she was just being friendly. No. Oh, no, Apollo. She was winking at you. Oh, she had a twitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted some Tim Tams. Yeah, she just wanted, she wanted some Tim Tams. So, Apollo, you're obviously a magician. How long into a date 
will you bring out the magic? I, I definitely don't try and open with the magic. I try and actually get, get to know people. Uh, it just always comes up in conversation. I, I don't physically put it forward, but right. I'll always have something on me in case it comes up in conversation. So you actually will have some sort of prop or something on your mind to do. Well, yeah, well, you know, whether whether it's a coin in my pocket or, or you know, a ring or... Oh, but I'm always, if I'm out in public, I have to do that anyway. Because oh. you'll meet someone or you get pulled up and they'll be like, oh, it's that guy, do, do a trick. And you you've got to do and it. it. And if you've got nothing to do a trick with, they're like, oh, that, that guy sucks. Right. Yeah. Of course, because you've got to keep the magic happening. Yeah, keep the magic happening. So I, I'll never bring it, I'll never openly be like, hey, you're a great <laughs> date we're having, pick a card. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. Sitting there, you know, if it's like, oh, you do magic, oh, can you do something right now? I'll be like, oh, sort of caught me off guard, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that attitude. What about, have you ever done something on a date, like a magic trick and it's gone wrong? Gone horribly wrong? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I think I think everyone's had uh, horribly wrong moments on dates. <laughs> I've had shocking ones. Have um, you had any that spring to mind? Okay, th- th- this is a classic and this isn't even a magic trick. Yeah. Talking to this girl for a while, hey, let's catch up for coffee. So first date, she's waiting at the coffee shop. I'm walking across the road. And I actually already had a coffee in my hand, which was weird. We we're meeting for coffee. I had coffee. I put a big lid, like a large lid on a medium <gasps> coffee. I went to take a sip. I'm wearing a white shirt and just coffeed my face <laughs> all over my shirt, all over my pants. And that's how I had to spend the rest of the day. So you continued on. You actually I, I, went on I was the like, you know, I'm persistent. I'm doing this. <laughs> I sat there, coffee stained shirt. Don't know how that, oh, that relationship didn't eventuate to anything. Uh, Apollo, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so um, much for With me. you is streamable anywhere right now, is Absolutely it? Absolutely anywhere, yeah. Thanks so much, guys. It's time for Rate a Date, where we invite someone, usually a colleague from the office in, and get them to rate a recent date out of five. So if you've been on any uh, dates with anyone from the pedestrian TV office lately, I would suggest exiting your browser right now. We have Kath, who is in our projects team at Pedestrian. Hello. Hello. Now, you recently went on a date. I did, I did. It was probably a few weeks ago. And we need you to rate it. Well, look, I'd say it's a it's a kind of a slash date because it was a good until it went bad date. <gasps> yeah. Talk us through um, time, location, and just give it a go. All right. So this is a this is a Tinder guy. Um, so I went on a date probably yeah, three weeks ago. We went to a jazz bar in the city. So I was like, Ooh. oh, like guys never decide to take me to a jazz bar. That's pretty cool. I was like, this is different. Um, and he was already like at the end of my age range. So I'm 27. He said he was 35. Okay. And that was that's my like limit on, on Tinder. So I was like, okay, I'm already at that, at that point. I go on the date. He already kind of looks a bit different to his photos. I was like, I'm going to let this slide. We're in a dark bar. Yep. Had a few (laughs) wines. And then, weirdly, we started talking about the internet, you know, the World Wide Web, as as you do on a date. Of course. Why not? Um, And he says, I didn't get the internet till after I finished high school. And I was like... Wait a minute. Wait, wait, what? And then he just had this awkward, like, uh, 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 uh. And and I was like, "How, how old are you? Like... I'm 27. I got it when I was in like year two or year three. Yeah. And he's going, oh, 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 crap. Oh, God. And then obviously had to confess that he was 45. And I was like, mate, I'm literally 27 years old. Like, you're in my like dad's age group. Like, oh. I, and how, how was he when he was confessing it? Well, he just went, he just like went red in the face and just freaked out. And then he was like, oh, but I don't like any girls that are in my age range. Oh, no, honey. And I just, I was like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to seem. 
like an awful person and just bail straight away. So I was like, all right, I'll finish my drink. Like, I'll be nice. And then this is the only time I've ever used in a date, like messaging a friend to get them to call me to get out of it. Because I was like, I feel awful. So most importantly, we need a rating out of five, as you would an Uber. <laughs> okay, well, see, that's the hard one because, like, the start of the date was good chat, but then as soon as... So I'd probably go from, like, being maybe, like, a three during the date and then as soon as the age thing came into it, that's, like, a negative. Oh, You're going into negative. We're going into negatives yeah. for our first rainy date. <laughs> this is not a good start. Oh, God. Well, I'm sure we can improve over the next few weeks. I have hope. Yeah. But um, God bless, Kath, and good luck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We are putting our phone anxiety aside to call up a famous friend and get their perspective on a dating situation. It's called Phone a Friend and we basically want to learn from the mistakes of others. We have Starly on the line all the way from LA. Hey, Starly. Hey, what's up? Not a lot. You've had such a big week um, with Love is Love dropping and you're in the studio right now. Is that right? Yeah, I am making bops nonstop. (laughs) <laughs> she just doesn't quit. I love it. So with this segment, we are going to ask you for your best dating advice. Let's say you've broken up with someone, Starly. It's sad. You're really upset and you really, really want to contact them. They haven't contacted you yet. They've split up with you. Should you contact them? If somebody broke up with you and they're not contacting you, you should definitely not contact them. Right. Leave it alone. Like walk away. If they don't want you, like you, that's, that's their loss. What what about if you think that you are the love of their life and they just don't see it? You still shouldn't contact them? I think you shouldn't have to force someone to know that that you're the love of their life. They should know. If they don't know, then it's not meant to be. And what about if you've split up with someone, you've broken someone's heart and a month goes by and you realise that you've made a mistake? What what could you do? What should you do? That's never happened to me. But (laughs) if you – I think – because I think – once I've made a decision to break up with someone, there's there's a real reason why I've done that. Mm. And uh, I think it's only hurtful to reach out back to that person again and play with their heart. When you break up with someone, it's not the right thing to do unless you know for certain you want to be with them. If, you, some, if you're like in the middle and you're not sure, then don't even reach out to them. Unless mm. you know 100% that you made, really made a mistake and you want to be with that person for a long time, then call them and then like reach out and say that you made a mistake. But I think unless you're 100%, don't play with their feelings. When when you break up with someone, I'm really interested in what you would do with social media. Obviously, that's such a big part of our lives now. A lot of people yeah. do the whole block and delete route. <clears throat> what do you think yep. about that? Um, I've never blocked anyone that I've broken up with. I've never had a bad breakup where I really hate the person or they've really done something so bad that I can't stand them. Um, and so I still want to every now and then, not every day or anything, <laughs> but once in a while, see that they're okay. Yeah. See that they're doing well. I don't look at it every day though. I look at it once in a while. Once in a while, <laughs> so yes. Like a crazy stalker. If you're looking every day, then maybe you need a. St- yeah, maybe you need to block them. If you don't have self control <laughs> and you're like constantly looking back, then definitely block them. Now, second yeah. scenario being a musician, you're obviously going to be doing long distance sometimes um, in relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips for doing long distance? Use the shit out of your FaceTime. I think that's like very important. Keep it sexy. Like send some photos through or something. Like keep it interesting um, so that you both can be on each other's mind. I think that's very important for long mm-hmm. distance. Yeah. And I know my girlfriend is really romantic. She's really good. She sends me flowers to my hotel room wherever oh, I am. Oh, really? Um, when I'm somewhere. Yeah. She'll send me flowers and a note or like or like my favorite chocolates or something. She'll always send something through so I can remember, you know, she cares and, you know, she's thinking of me and that kind of stuff. So I think they're all like pretty good things to do. 
let them know that you're thinking of them. Try to answer their call in the middle of the night, even if you're out partying or something. Just text them and tell them where you are mm-hmm. so they don't freak out. Um, even if you can't speak to them or whatever, just like text them, say, hey, bae, I'm going so-and-so. I won't be back for a long time so they don't start freaking out. <laughs> but yes, those are my tips. And just like the last person you slept with, waiting for a date is finished before you know it. Please like, comment and subscribe so you can keep up to date with the latest. And if you've got feedback or any stories you reckon deserve a place on the potty, message Pedestrian TV on Facebook. We would love for you to slide in. Say hi to your dad for me. We live in a world where no one's ever looking for drama. But then again, flirting with disaster is the best kind of flirting. We get it. Dating can be a sexy contradiction. So why not embrace it? Tinder. Swipe right.